0: Here's what's coming up on today's show. I mean, of course you can paint yourself, but cabinets, anything like that, I just think that spending the extra money to hire a licensed professional contractor definitely beats trying to do it yourself.
1: Buying or selling real estate can be stressful. After all, it's not any old house we're talking about. It's your home. When it's time to buy or sell, turn to Colleen Benson and the Benson Broker Group with Keller Williams. Get answers to your real estate questions and put your search in capable hands. It's time for Keeping It Real Estate with Colleen Benson. This one comes to us from Claire Colleen, and Claire is in Salem. It says, our outdoors is kind of drab. We're going to sell our house soon. So do you have any tips for sprucing it up without breaking the bank to get it ready to sell this spring?
0: Oh, yes. And this is fun. You know, the tips like you curb appeal. We talk about it all the time. Curb appeal. What does your house look like from the street? If somebody's driving by and sees a beautiful Benson broker group, real estate sign in the yard. (laughs) And so what I would say, and you can go to my website to see this list, but, um, number one, you definitely want to cut back your trees and shrubs away from the home. Any shrubs touching the house isn't good for the house. So make sure those trees and shrubs are cut. back. Manicure your yard, clean your gutters, and paint your front door. So that's a really good start. I always like to uh, remind my clients to use the dark black mulch when they're uh, manicuring their yard and in the flower beds it just pops so it just looks richer mm-hmm. than the less expensive reddish color mulch that you see in in some yards so go for go spend a little bit more and get the dark black mulch you can pick it up home depot Lowe's in the bags and spread that around your beds and uh, pop some color color i think red is always good So red flowers on the front doorstep always make a good impression
1: that's great. Good tips. And uh, not incredibly expensive to make some of these changes in the grand scheme of things. If you got a small little budget to spruce it up with some flowers and some mulch, it can go a long way. I know when we sold our last home, Colleen, you know, it had a pool in the in the backyard. And so one thing that we did was we said, you know what, the last little touch we're going to do, we went and spent, I don't know, maybe $250, $300 on flowers. And we just put pots um, and, and hanging plants on. All over the property, like everywhere, oh, there would be traffic, and it yeah. just I think it really helped that final little touch, just really bring it all together. And we had a lot of concrete in that in that house, and so mm-hmm. just to, because of the pool, but they also extended that concrete everywhere. It was just, uh, it was awesome. If you loved I love concrete, concrete. yeah, <laughs> um, but it was a little, dis- and it was in the middle of the summer. It felt a little hot with it kind of beaming back up, but just yeah. putting those flowers out there, just and totally those flowers distracted out there. you from all the concrete.
0: They always pop in photos which is everybody's first impression of your home if they're going to look online. And then when you're there walking through the home and you know, you see the, the flowers through the windows. It's yeah, definitely. Another thing is, um, stage, if you want to stage like an outdoor area, not too expensive, but go buy a brand new umbrella for your backyard table Mm -hmm. and pop it up for the photos. So you have a bright red umbrella for whatever reason, that's just very inviting in photos to see that outdoor space. With an umbrella up so. That's a
1: great point. We should have done that. We had ours was several years old and was definitely a little dingy and so we didn't we didn't spring for the new umbrella. we just left it down but <laughs> <laughs> but that would have been an extra nice little pop you're, you're definitely right. The flowers helped distract from it though so yes good. Uh, very good question. Thanks for sending that one to us. Claire. How about one from Emma in Silverton? Emma says, my husband and I want to make some renovations to our house. We've been watching too much HGTV, LOL. (laughs) Uh, But we don't want to make any big mistakes. Do you have any tips for avoiding renovation mistakes for newbies?
0: Oh, well, on this one, I'd probably like to invite myself over, Emma, and see what you're kind of thinking of doing. It might be able to give you some better firsthand. But in general, I've got a couple of rules of thumb to remember. Number one, pull permits because you don't want to do any renovating that if you're adding a bathroom or whatnot that when you go to sell and the permit wasn't there it's it's very hard to backtrack on the permits with the city and the county if you need help with that call me I'm an expert number two hire a professional I mean the DIY unless you're a contractor by trade I just when it comes to flooring I mean of course you can paint yourself but Cabinets, anything like that. I just think that spending the extra money to hire a licensed professional contractor definitely beats trying to do it yourself. So I'd love to come over and see what you have in mind and, and give you my advice around that. But renovation mistakes that I see are just too many do-it-yourself projects, and definitely if I'm like, oh, was that permitted? Uh, no, what what was I supposed to do? You know those kind of things. Mm. Yeah. always create some havoc.
1: Yeah. I, I, you know, you put a little hole in the wall that you got to then fix. Like I, that doesn't seem like that drastic of a mistake. That's just part of the no. process of renovation right. and learning and that sort of thing. Don't make those big irreversible mistakes, the ones that are going to blow up your entire budget or just really hurt you down the road. So that's, that's great advice, Colleen. Cause I could see someone interested in the renovation is probably more worried about the little stuff, right? Like, Ooh, what mm-hmm. if I hit a pipe? What if I do this? And mm-hmm. it's like, yeah, those things aren't great. We want to try and avoid them, but it's also not going to be the end of the world in most cases. So um, very, very good direction there. Emma, thanks for the question. If you have more uh, questions about being an investor and investing in real estate, uh, all those kinds of things, don't hesitate to reach out to Colleen. She loves working with investor clients and folks who are looking to, to flip, upgrade, sell. Always fun transactions and fun partnerships. So uh, she's eager to uh, speak with you if you have more questions about that. Call or text and you can speak with Colleen directly, 503. 503- 303-830-9467. That goes for anybody listening today. If you want to talk about your real estate goals with Colleen, that number to call or text is 503 830 9467. All right, we've got two more listener questions to hit on the show today. This next one comes to us from Victoria in Albany. And Victoria just says uh, what's the typical timeline for closing on a property in our closing. area? Closing.
0: Closing. So, contract to close, like once we're in contract to close, typical is about 3 to 4 weeks. It's really sped up in the last few years. Now, if you're talking about days on market from the time you list your home to close, we're averaging in the Willamette Valley, we're averaging about 76 days. And sometimes that number is a little bit skewed if you've been on market, expired and then go back on market. But typically, it's about 80 75 to 80 days right now we're seeing that number come down a little bit as the spring season's coming together but um for january february we're running about 75 80 days days on market
1: easy enough uh not too out of the ordinary for what you would say is a sort of like on a, on a standard year we're kind of in that same vein it's
0: well last summer we were at like 35 oh, okay so, so it's, it's, it's slightly slower up. Yeah. yeah and also sl- and it'll come back down
1: Okay. Good to know. Thanks for the question, Victoria. And last but not least, we get to Lucas here, our final question of the week. Lucas is in Brooks and says, I've seen a few properties come up recently that I'm interested in and figure I should probably start talking more seriously with a realtor, but I'm hesitant to make an offer if a property has only been on the market for a few days. Shouldn't I wait for some price corrections before acting on it? (laughs)
0: Well, there's strategies around that, but ultimately if, um, you, you might miss your opportunity, um, homes are getting the homes that are priced well and presentation is right. Priced right. And presentation is right. Is the key they're selling fast. They're selling for multiple offers. We were just in a multiple offer situation with a new listing that we put on the market last Friday. And by Monday we had six offers. So no, um, the easiest answer to that question is, if you want to see a home, let's not delay, let's get you in it. And if it's home you want to write an offer on, let's get that offer submitted. Because um, if you delay, you will miss out. Playing that game of price reduction, you know, it's it's up to you. But, um, but we're here to help you get into the home that you want to get into and for the right price. So we'll negotiate that for you and help you get there.
1: The Keeping It Real Estate Podcast is available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and most major podcasting apps. Don't forget to subscribe to the show so you never miss an episode. Just search for Keeping It Real Estate with Colleen Benson on your favorite app to find us. Or you can find subscribe links, listen to past episodes, check out the show notes and other great resources, including ways to contact the show and Colleen by visiting keepingitrealestatepodcast.com. That's keepingitrealestatepodcast.com. Did you know that Colleen Benson also has a radio show? Tune in to the Keeping It Real Estate radio show, Saturdays and Sundays at 1 p.m. on AM 1220 and 104.3 FM KSLM.